Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Double Deuce. Double Deuce. We're back. This is episode 224. Only one until Next week's the live one. On a leap year. Check it yeah. out. Yeah. Hey, oh, speaking of... Conroy's, gonna... 8 o'clock, Saturday. Saturday, 8 o'clock at Conroy's. Yeah, we'll be there drinking at 7, and we'll be there drinking after the show. And then you can, if you want to, you can stay and you can watch the, the, the stand-up comedy that we sometimes go to and perform at badly and <laughs> really humiliate ourselves just well, for fun. okay, but yeah. that's that's kind of the point of that room. That is a very forgiving room for uh-huh. one. Uh, and for two, it's, you know, that's what open mic is. You, you try stuff out. You can never... Get better at something unless you suck at it first. Right. Like, right. But the, the point, I think I've gotten past the point, like, I use it just as sort of a, a, a self-confidence downer at this point, <laughs> you know? Like, like, I just, I don't... I've had it too good for too long. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I, like, last time I was, I was getting ready humbling. to go to... Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was going into, um, I was going into the, to this reduced Shakespeare company show, right? Uh, That's very good. And, uh, at, at Theater Lawrence. Yeah, you saw it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah thanks for coming. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I need to, because we didn't know what the audience was going to be like. We thought it might just be completely full of olds and like, I better get used to doing jokes that nobody laughs at. <laughs> so I went and did some stand up at the, at the Saturday Night Conroy's thing. Nobody laughed. I'm like, if I could survive this, then I can survive. Then I can survive uh, the the show at Theater Lawrence. Is, and nobody laughing. Is that the one where Ed Parker and I fed you intentionally bad jokes? That is the do? one where Ed Parker and you fed me intentionally bad jokes, and I yeah. delivered them with uh, with great gusto. You Did delivered we... them in a way that I super appreciated because you knew you were being doing bad. It was not shades of Neil Hamburger, you know, right. shades of like I know this is bad and I'm real nervous about it. Like you really played up the <laughs> right. Ah, <God. laughs> right. I believe that the next. Tacadus has you doing that set in it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's right. We recorded, recorded it. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So you will not, uh, at some point hear that. Yeah. Well, there you go. You can, it's like you can be there. If you don't laugh, you'll join the literally tens of people in that audience oh, that night. I really um, appreciate, I, I don't know, stand up comedy. I like it okay. If someone's real good, they're good. But the convention of it, I find kind of played out. But when somebody does something real like weird or uncomfortable, yeah, uh, I, I, Harry Proctor is my favorite local. Comedian. I was going to say, I think that's the thing about Harry, the Harry Proctor experience, oh. is that you never know quite what you're going to get. But it is also delivered earnestly, like he's trying. Yes. Uh, he he, just, and he has been doing this for a decade. I've, yeah. I've seen him do it for a while, and he's gotten better. Yeah, he just boy, if if he knew why he, if he was self aware about why he's funny, I think he could actually be really good. He's kind of his opinions are garbage but he's he's a very he's got something yeah and, so this yeah. is a this is talking about stand-up comedians you don't know that you've never heard <laughs> of, but that you can see probably uh next saturday uh right after our live double deuce where we're gonna hopefully have i, I we did get confirmation sort of from my lovely wife that matt gauss uh are uh unofficial lawyer and official band leader is probably he's our twitter be lawyer He's our, he's our, he's Twitter our official lawyer. Twitter lawyer. He's our official Twitter lawyer, but he's but not our official lawyer. Apparently, we, we can't say that. It's fuzzy as to, like, as far as law goes, like, him. to what you can specifically, yeah. Yeah. So we don't want to... We don't want to put him on the hook legal. But... He's uh, our comedy lawyer. 
Right, but he's not our official comedy lawyer. Yeah. Matt Gauss has the Legally. double deuce blue check mark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Like, that's yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Matt Gauss gives us legitimacy, and in exchange, we don't publicly acknowledge that we utilize his services. <laughs> he, is, he, is a, really... he is a lawyer, and uh, and his Twitter handle is at Spicy Beef Gauss, and so I like seeing my legal representative as, as Spicy, Spicy Beef Gauss. Gauss. Yeah, yeah. Um, it puts he's a lawyer theory. I know. That's so, that's the way that he is our official lawyer, is that he is officially a lawyer that we know, yeah. who is our band leader. So if we ever send you a He is officially our band leader. If, you, if we ever receive a cease and desist letter, it'll Man, law's crazy, guys. It'll likely I mean, be ever, from... At Spicy Beef <laughs> Gauss. But I don't think he can send a cease and desist twi- tweet. I don't think that that can... That I believe that. it can. Really? Yes, I believe that Twitter is an acceptable... Uh, I don't know this for sure. I am not I a do, lawyer. I believe you would still need to legally argue it in the court. All right. It's been used Well, the police use it to find people. This, yeah. this brings yeah. us to our next section. Uh, this, uh, legal questions with Jay Mouse, who's not a lawyer. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're taking a few legal questions. I've, I've seen, got a few here from... I've seen a lot of TV shows. So uh, yeah, bring it yeah. on. Well, here, I, this is the first one. Some from, of them were about lawyers. From our, our, yeah. our, our studio audience. Measure of a Man, season two of Star Trek TNG. This is from... This is from Nancy. Okay. Uh, at, Hello, the, Nancy. At, the, at the university. She says, uh, Dear Jay. That's me. Uh, I know you're not a lawyer, but I need some legal advice. Okay. Okay. Uh, I am splitting up with my husband uh-huh. of 22 years. Oh, boy. Uh, because he is an asshole fucker. Um, that's uh, I mean, I, this is what it says here. Um, Wait, is that, is that like... Um, are you... Okay, I, I, no, I, go, go on. on. I, he is reading this off of a phone, for yeah. those of you listening. I'm curious. Did, where, where, who sent you this message? Well, I, these, are, these are from earlier when I, I, when I put out a query for the studio someone, audience. Some, okay. When yeah. I hear asshole fucker, does that mean he's a very bad man, or is that a slur? Oh, he's very bad man. Okay. Very bad man. Okay. 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 I am worried about maintaining custody while maintaining my mm-hmm. job as a covert CIA operative. Oh. How can I keep my custody of my children while continuing to serve democracy and waterboard terrorists? <sighs> Boy, um, uh, you're a CIA operative. I mean, it sounds like you're going to have some kind of trouble because you're probably going to be traveling a lot. You're probably, you know, like some of your yeah. work history stuff is going to be tricky. There's going to be uh, a lot of, you're going to have to, you're going to be out there um, shooting leftist leaders of other countries. So uh, what I would recommend you do is you bring your kid along as an ab- object lesson as to mm-hmm. how uh, terrible that our have republic seen, has become. Have you and, seen that movie and or TV show, Hannah? Like, maybe one of those situations, you know, like, it take the child into the woods and teach them how to be a spy for a while no, no, and, no. Then, and then no, come no, no. back. No, no, no. What you do is you show them what you're doing as a CIA agent mm-hmm. uh, in order to uh, make sure that they are ready for the socialist revolution of 2047 uh, to, to fight back against uh, the injustices committed by our intelligence agencies around the world. All right. I'm not um, a lawyer, though. Uh, mm-hmm. You're not a lawyer. Okay. No so lawyer. Second, second question. This one's from parody, Stan parody. in Bakersfield, California. No, Bakersfield. Uh, Stan, Stan writes, uh, Dear Jay, I know you're not a lawyer, mm-hmm. but I want to trademark my new series uh, that's called um, Shakespeare Dicks. Okay. And it's a softcore porn series featuring the plots and words of Shakespeare with it. hardcore fucking. No, um, is this something I can copyright as it's based on a prior copywritten work? Uh, is it, is yeah. it a, 
Yeah, because you're 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 creating um you're creating a new uh, thing. I don't know what the legal term is it because I'm not a lawyer. Mm -hmm. But if you uh, derive a new work from a public domain work, that is indeed your copyright. This is a boring answer. Mm -hmm. it's not yeah, very no, it's not very. It's I'm a much more I'm more interested in his, in his Shakespeare porn. I am more interested in the Shakespeare porn. And what I will say is that, um, and I'm going to say this to anybody who wants to send me anything. My email is jmouse at gmail dot com. J a y m. Send them your porn. Send me your Shakespeare porn, not. Your porn. Send me specifically your Shakespeare porn because oh, uh, man. I got a I got a I got a lonely week ahead of me. Can you imagine foreplay and iambic pentameter? Don't uh, gotta imagine it, brother. Yeah, I went to yep. KU and a mirrored refrigerator scene. Okay, uh, well that's all the questions that we have uh, from from our our listeners. Uh, but thank you, Jay. That, that was really good uh, legal you, advice for someone who has no legal training whatsoever. Uh, was, uh, yeah, thank you. For presenting them. If you have a legal question and want the advice of someone who's not a lawyer, uh, give us a shout on the Double Deuce page at Double Deuce Pod. Hashtag, mm -hmm. I want some J advice. Mm -hmm. Or yeah. just, uh, you know, like uh, put it in the uh, in the email that you send them with your Shakespeare porn. Like two birds, it, you know? And I'd just like to reiterate, next Saturday at uh, about 8 o'clock, yeah. uh, Double Deuce Live. It's a leap year. So this is, yeah. a, this is the kind of Double Deuce we can only drop once every four years. If yeah. We, if we wanted to, this is probably the double deuce of a lifetime. This yeah. will be the only 29th, February 29th double deuce we'll ever do, I imagine. Probably. Oh, don't yeah. sell yourself short. You think you're not going to be doing this in four years? I mean, they, all, they do happen at similar times in the years, so it's possible it would happen again. You should do a but, special. You know. That's true, but it'd be four years from now, yeah. Yeah. So it's a long time yeah. to wait. Mm -hmm. um, I don't even know how to figure out what day that would be. I don't... Uh, God, we're all going to be in our 70s. I don't do a science. Yeah. You don't do a science? Nope. What, what do you do instead of a science? What do you replace with, with that? I, I use magic. What's your... Well, um, you know, what's really funny is I, I put a, a call out for questions <laughs> for you for not doing science. Uh -huh. uh, it's like, does anybody want to know about science with Chris Nelson who knows nothing about science? And I have some questions here from our studio okay. audience. Okay. Uh, yeah, the first one's from um, Janice. Okay. Janice is from Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, and she writes, uh, Dear Nelson, I have... Three children, is Pluto a planet? Um, here's the thing about that. See, um, you know, okay, like, sound waves are, like, the air when it's mad. And so, um, if you reflect that, off of, off of the sky at yep. night, you'll, see, you'll be able to prove to your kids um, whatever the answer is that I don't know because I don't know the science. That's orgone energy. That's but that's how you can figure that out for yourself mm -hmm. as a science trick that I am incapable of performing because I don't do a science. science. Sound waves are when the air is mad. Yeah, that, that's, think, your, yeah. that's think, your that's your non-science science. I mean, uh, yeah, or like metaphorically, it's correct. Okay, it's, it's not even metaphorically correct. It's 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 you know literally correct. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what your objection is. Well, uh, no, no objection, no objection whatsoever. Maybe um, you don't do science. I, I, maybe, you know, I, maybe I never claimed to maybe. not do science or do science. And we're talking. about you seem here. to be having some opinions about my not science, as if you do know a science. Just because you're not I mean, science, you do a ludicrous. Science. And I'm Nelson's hype man here. So mm -hmm. you're, you're, his, you're his hype man. <laughs> do you want okay. my? You do you want my no science? What, science how, or high, no? how 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 high is Nelson? Hype, hype man. Oh, I hype man. I thought you said it's high. Like high like man. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is to Bernie Sanders as I am to uh, Nelson Mandela. That's your last name, right? No. Oh. 
No, Nelson. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Uh, let's move on to a different corner, then. That was a really good corner, the answering science questions with no science background. Yeah. But let's talk to people about things that they actually are, are passionate about and do know about. Like, for example, my current obsession with the game Witcher 3. I want to just go on record as saying I'm still very much in love with the game Witcher 3. Yeah. And I know that, like, everybody went out and bought Witcher 3 after the Witcher Netflix series came up so oh Averill way to be real cutting edge and trend setting but uh, yeah but it's a really good game it is. It's, in fact I put it right up there with Red Dead Redemption 2 in terms of games that manage to combine storylines that are interesting and innovative with some characters who are not always likable and some choices that are difficult moral choices that actually have ramifications in the world that you're in I think that's really cool and, a, and they actually take the time to appreciate good writing and promote good quality writing the, the design choice, I haven't played Witcher 3 yet, but the design choice that I respect the most in it is having your point of view, single player character, actually be a character with motivations and a pre-existing story. As opposed to, you know, Skyrim's a fun time, but your character is a cipher. It's this just random, you don't know who this person is because you right. have to customize the crap out of them. Whereas Witcher drops you in with Geralt and he's like, here's your guy. Yeah, and and you can you know tweak him a little bit. You can you can move his what like his skills and his equipment around. Kinda, you can, you like, can, yeah, you can like, you can change his hair and you know you sure. can do like cos- a little cosmetic just with the story. The actual character is, is yeah. the same. And and I think that that is a um you know it's a big challenge with video games who they give you a main character that is a blank slate, mm-hmm. like a lot of the Elder Scrolls games. Yeah, it's fun to be able to create your own piece in the world, but it's very hard. To write and program a story that works with that, it it very rarely works. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic made it work really well. Yeah, yeah. but it was through just a stroke of genius. It happens mm. so rarely. Right. Uh, Disco Elysium does it very well, but it's uh, Disco Elysium does the opposite. Sorry, <laughs> it does the Witcher <laughs> thing where you have a guy with a story. Um, and so yeah, it's uh, I th- I really respect that design choice, and I think it makes for a better game. It's part of it's, they're based on books, right? Yeah, and I've been going back and I've actually uh, started that, reading the books. Is that or, the difference? Maybe like a something with an existing narrative. They're like, we need to figure out like how to then set you within this existing narrative. The way that like like you're saying like with an old Republic, like a lot of Star Wars games do that because they're like yeah. we still want to control this narrative to a certain degree so you are this character you make choices as this character they can change things around but at the same that's time that's true um Nice Old Republic did do a very good mm-hmm. job of letting you play like doesn't matter if you you're a man yeah. or a woman dark side light side whatever whereas mm-hmm. yeah Geralt has a backstory yeah and- Night Solar Republic 1 also did the thing where it's like, your character's an amnesiac. Mm-hmm. So, which is the way to kind of help solve that yeah. problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it kind of rings hollow in Skyrim when it's mm-hmm. like, well, this guy's There's guy nothing gonna... about you from before like, <laughs> that, well, that is not yeah. in your own head. Exactly. And there are characters that will have the exact same There aren't same even dialogue. questions about what you used to do or anything. Whether you're like a Khajiit or a Nord mm-hmm. or an Imperial, they'll have the same dialogue toward you. Maybe a few of them will have a different word here, too, but mm-hmm. it's so much effort to try to, you know, so I understand why it's limited like that, but yeah. Yeah. A game that has it's a, a, it's a really It's a good game. And also, uh, for, for fantasy readers and genre readers, um, the, the short story collections are pretty good as well. I think mm-hmm. they would make... Excellent graphic novel adaptations. I think there have been graphic novel would, adaptations. I would be surprised if there. Yeah, um, I haven't checked those out yet, but I'd like to. Um, and I thought the I thought the the, the Netflix series uh, was good. It, it basically tried to be a, a fairly uh, succinct adherence to the short stories, which means that it does some time jump stuff that's mm-hmm. kind of not very well conveyed in the series. They they just sort of 
do it as you're not you're not really sure which timeline you're in for for at least the first sort of four or five episodes, which is a little bit jarring for anybody who's not. It's a long time to not it. know your time line unless that's a real because the character like that character there should be a good reason when you find out where do you whether or not you're in that timeline as to why you didn't know what timeline you're in i right. feel like and if there isn't then that's a problem the character if you're um, gonna fuck around with timelines you gotta like who yeah you, you gotta you gotta like put a fucking put a box around that that makes sense and then squiggle around inside that box but then at the same time you're always gonna hit a wall that makes it make sense eventually you know speaking of netflix adaptations of video games have mm-hmm. either of you seen the warren ellis castlevania anime no which is a hell not, of a sentence to say not, not yet <laughs> but i i mean i keep meaning to it, just because i love warren ellis it is worth your time um i don't want to get into like the plot of it because there's a lot of twists and turns but um it's a super low budget cartoon it's got, uh, you can tell a couple times, like, well, okay, they didn't have a lot of money to animate this guy's mouth. They spent it all on the fight scenes. Highly recommend the Warren Ellis Castlevania if you're at all into spooky shit. Maybe, even if you're not. Okay. Uh, or even if you don't know anything about Castlevania. I just finished Symphony of the Night a couple months ago. It's a perfect game. Oh, shit. Two things I want to talk about real quick. Go for One it. is Warren Ellis. Uh, he's fucking writing a Batman miniseries right now, and it is, uh, or maxi series, I think technically it's 12, I think that's technically a maxi series. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, which, series. which, uh, but yeah, with a finite point, like yeah. it's gonna stop at 12. But, uh, I've just been talking, like, literally, for, I heard this was happening, because there was, like, some shakeup when it was writing Batmans, and someone was like, who would you have to do it? I'm like, fucking Warren Ellis, he hasn't written Batman. Wouldn't that be amazing? And then, like, a week later, I was like, oh, by the way, he's doing a Batman series. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Sassiest Alfred ever, by the way. Because it's, uh, he's just going around. There's, uh, oh, Brian yeah. Hitch is drawing it, so there's some real dynamic action shit going on throughout. There's one where he's basically just, just him in a fight in a mansion for, like, a whole issue. But, like, he's constantly talking to Alfred back to figure it out, and Alfred is just laying on the sass, and it's beautiful. And the other thing I wanted to say about comics, because I was got I told, I said on, on Twitter that I would talk about it on the Chops podcast this last week, but people got the flu and it didn't happen. Oh, no. Uh, Tom Taylor, uh, writer for a bunch of stuff, but, uh, he wrote this real good, uh, deceased thing, which was just fucking, like, uh, anti-life equation zombies and destroying the DC universe. It was really good, because it balanced the real, like, hey, uh, let's just fuck around and destroy this universe, but let's still, like, have all these characters have human moments as the world is ending around them. And he's a real balance between, like, some nice drama between these characters, like, fleshing them out a little as people, a bunch of good laughs, and then, like, crazy zombie apocalypse. But he's got another one, uh, a little mini-series off of it called Unkillables. It just came out. It's awesome. I said I would talk about it in a podcast this week, and I'm a man of my word. Go, All right. You should read it. So, well, okay. good. Can you give us a brief kind of premises? Um, I mean, the... Because it has been, it's been a little collection of like three little mini-series things, and it is really just, it's the DC Universe, but fucking zombie apocalypse. Like, fast... Like murder zombies, like oh, not yeah. just like slow moving un- undead zombies, like rage zombies, you know? Right. Um, and they're, so like superheroes are getting infected and shit, cause it's like spread, anytime someone looks at like a computer screen, like they get infected by this shit kind of oh, thing. Oh shit! So like a bunch of people get, so like, uh, like it's a zombie apocalypse and like the Flash is a zombie who's just at fucking insane speeds is running around turning people into zombies kind of problems like that that's it yeah and so it's like a small group of heroes that keeps getting winnowed down trying to deal with it this unkillables is like while the heroes were doing shit it's just like 
what what's like a supervillain's plan to fucking get out of this zombie apocalypse by like finding all the people who have like super fast healing and can't be infected and at the same time there's a nice little fucking Jason Todd and Jim Gordon and an orphan and ace the fucking bat hound rolling around in a batmobile because everyone else in Gotham City is dead. <laughs> uh, I, this sounds amazing. Uh, um, I it's think, real good. I think you have about 80 times more um, comic book knowledge than Will and I put together. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's true. That's why he goes on the Chops comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, they're the only people who can probably keep up with that. And I'm, yeah. a, I'm a comics dilettante. You know, like, I really, um, I appreciate, uh, you know, like, of course, like, everybody in America, you know who Superman is, you know who Spider-Man is, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I really appreciate some of the stories. But the thing that really got me into it was definitely Sandman. That's mm-hmm. what got me into reading that format in general. Uh, oh, also Mouse, because like when I was a kid, like a million people said, you got to read this um, book that's the same as your name. Yeah. Have you read it? And I was like, no, I haven't yet. And then I read it and it was, you know, very touching. Very, I'm like, well, thanks guys for making me read the sad story about that time. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. devastating. It's a devastating. Uh, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's a weird thing to have connected to my name. Mm-hmm. But again, props to Art Spiegelman, one of the, I think, greatest graphic novelists uh, of our time. He good. Mm-hmm. You were good. Yeah. Well, I, I kind of, it's like, you know, we definitely know, like, sports is my forte. And, yeah. You know, and, we, and comic books is, is Nelson's forte. Shit, did we do a sports corner? We were going to. We were going to, but we have to save that for the episode, the next episode, which is the episode after the live show, which is coming up on Saturday. Yes. Don't forget to come to Conroy's. It's By the absolutely way, free. Strap in, because Love at the moment, we're recording three episodes tonight that we're recording these. This is one. Uh, next week's the live one, so you're gonna get, by the time we get to the third episode we do in a row, it's gonna be like several weeks from now. That's so right, we're, right. we're fucking leading you just a trail, like littered with treasure chests that it you're is, going on an adventure here, this listeners. Is a, it's gonna the be the next a, four weeks. A future past time travel extravaganza oh, for man. us. We're gonna blast forward. So nearly. in two weeks, Sports Corner. Mark it on your calendars <laughs> now. Right. Make sure you got nothing going on Monday morning. You can just pop this thing in whenever you get up. You know you want to. Shit, it may even come out in the afternoon if I get it like put together. If I do my <laughs> fucking job. Yeah, well, why start now? Ah, ah! Double Deuce. <laughs> this has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at doubledeucepod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do and it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep. And the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us a, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce. <laughs> <laughs>